0: Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know, it's holiday time and everyone's thinking about the uh, gifts. I just found out today that actually today is the busiest day of the year for people to ship their gifts. So maybe you've got yours all bought and shipped, but maybe not. Before we really get into talking about gifts, making a list of gifts for yourself or for someone else, I just need to tell you that Really, the best gifts in life are free. If you've had a happy childhood, a happy marriage, a bunch of sons and daughters to be the light of your life, you know what I mean. That's a free gift that there's nothing in the world that would buy and nothing that would replace that. If you have good health, now there's a free gift. It's a true blessing. And if you're giving the gift of health, as you probably are, if you're listening to this show, you're probably breastfeeding your baby or thinking about breastfeeding your baby. And really, that's the best thing you can do for your child now. But it's a gift that lasts a lifetime. Now, if you gave your milk to the donor human milk bank, Remember, we did that show a couple of months ago. Uh, remember, Kim Updegrove was my guest, and we talked about donors and recipients. If you did that, then you've given your milk to another child. And wow, how's that? That's free, and yet you're giving it to somebody who isn't even your child. What a woman you are. Yeah, and in fact, Whether you give your milk to your own child or to another child, that milk is more than free. It's priceless. But let's say that you're kind of looking for something a little more tangible here. Let's say that you're wondering about, I know for instance, my relatives are already starting to ask, you know, usually starts about Thanksgiving. Well, what would you like? And then somebody says, is your wish list up to date on Amazon.com? And if you're thinking, oh, brother, you know, I, there's a guy like a gazillion things I could probably want, except that I can't even think about what I want. So maybe I can help you with that a little bit. I'm going to start out by talking about clothing and fashion. And to me, that's really about two things. Form. And function. Now, most of us, you know, we want form. We want to look good. We want to look probably like we looked when we had a better figure than we do right now. <laughs> that would be me. And maybe that's you. So maybe your clothes don't fit. Or maybe your clothes fit just really great. But you say to yourself, oops, I really don't have anything that is really excellent for breastfeeding the baby. This thing just doesn't, it's just not accessible. All right. Well, let's start to think about not only the form then, but the function. As you're looking for clothes or putting things on your list, here's what I would suggest if you're a breastfeeding mother. Think about having prints rather than solids. Why so? Well, because if you're wearing a print, and that way, if you have got some leakage, it it might show, but it won't be nearly as obvious. You might want something that has buttons down the front. I would definitely avoid anything with a zipper up the back, but you probably already figured that out. How about a pull-up sweater? Sometimes a big bulky sweater really does the job you can kind of nurse the baby, kind of slide the baby underneath, and there you go. Definitely look for things that are washable rather than things that need to go to the dry cleaners. Of course, somebody like me, I think I only have one or two things in my whole closet that go to the dry cleaners because I'm just kind of (laughs) too lazy and too cheap to take them there. Look for fabric that is breathable and or stretchy. Now, you know, everybody has their own thing here. Some people would say, oh, breathable, I want cotton. And if it were me, I'd say, yeah, I want cotton. I want Pima cotton. I want something that's really soft, really nice. But it could be just something that's stretchy. And a lot of times that's not cotton. So sometimes just think about what it is that's going to do the job for you. And finally, I would suggest that you think about something that could be used during pregnancy if you're pregnant now and then be used for breastfeeding later. In other words, try to get as much bang for the buck as you can here. So as we talk about some of these things for breastfeeding mothers, I'm going to try in at least some of these cases to start you off with what I think are just some key features to look for or to think about, and then hopefully you can propel yourself a little bit about what exactly you'd like. But if you're interested in some specific ideas or feeling like you need to give other people directives about what's on your wish list, I can do that too. All right, let me start with a nursing camisole called Undercover Mama. (laughs) I've got a woman on my staff here at Breastfeeding Outlook, and she has four breastfed children, and she totally loves this thing. Uh, It functions as an undershirt, kind of a camisole, keeping the mother's back and sides and belly covered. So it does give you certainly some privacy and a little bit of warmth, certainly, but it has no straps, it attaches directly to the outer flaps of any bra that was, well, any nursing bra, certainly. It remains attached while it's in use. So it just kind of feels like a regular camisole under the outer shirt or the sweater that you might be wearing. But actually, when you nurse, you just undo the flap on your bra and bam, there you go. The undercover mama opens with it i did a little snooping around today and found found out that they are nineteen dollars to about 26 dollars on amazon.com depending on which one you got so i personally have never used this but i absolutely know and trust the woman who has used many of these for many children and that's one of that's like her favorite number one thing okay how about some things Uh, items from Zell. I actually don't know much about these folks, but they do have some very interesting nursing wear. It's hard to describe because the tops and the dresses are designed so that there's this thing, and I don't really know what to call it. It's not really a flap. It's not a dart. I don't know what to call it. It's more like a panel, but it's not really a panel either. And it kind of moves. So the cool thing is that you could wear this thing as a top or a dress, even after the baby is weaned. Where I'm trying to go here is to get you a little bit more bang for your buck. You know, you spend a lot of dollars on these things. And then you think, holy mackerel, the only time that I can wear this is when I'm breastfeeding. No, I think that this is such that nobody would know that this was a quote, nursing top or a, quote, nursing dress. Uh, they're in the 30 to $40 neighborhood on Amazon.com. Now, if you're looking for just some ideas for clothing, I would say, remember Judy Masucci? Judy was my guest on June 9th when we did the show Finding Balance as a Breastfeeding Mother. Judy has an online store called A Mother's Boutique. And I am here to tell you that, uh, man, she has got tons and tons and tons of stuff. She has got tops and sweaters and coats and everything. If you are a breastfeeding mother or if you are a pregnant mother, you might want to take a look at some of the stuff she's got. Because I, I don't know if it would be fair to say she's thought of everything. But I would say she's thought of things that I wouldn't have thought of. And I can think of a lot. Okay. Let me move then to something like a nursing pillow. Now, you are probably saying, okay, wait a minute. Do I really need a nursing pillow? Uh, I don't know. A nursing pillow is not essential for all mothers. Uh, Many new mothers that are breastfeeding manage just fine with just a couple of well-placed bed pillows to provide support where they need it. However, I will tell you I have helped, uh, uh, yikes, I have no idea how many mothers I've helped over how many decades with uh, using their bed pillows in the hospital or using a pillow that's from their couch if I go to their house. And honestly, you know, they really don't work very well. They're not designed for that. And these, quote, regular pillows aren't very helpful. Now, it really depends on the pillow and Actually, I think it depends on the furniture itself. And it also depends on the baby. Now, some babies, especially those that are born, say, a little bit before term, those babies tend to be a little less able to support themselves. And so they do tend to need extra support. And in my mind, a commercially made pillow that is specific for breastfeeding. And I want to emphasize that. I see people who get these pillows that were not designed for a breastfeeding mother. They were really designed for tummy time or some other purpose for the baby. And they're really not as useful for breastfeeding. In fact, actually, I would totally, I would rather just not work with those at all. Um, You know, the other thing is just from a practical standpoint, I want you to think about this. If you're using a couch pillow, one that's meant to be decorative, um, you don't really want it to have spit up on it, do you? Okay, so here's what I would do. I would try to look for a breastfeeding pillow that has three key features. One would be weight and bulkiness and shapeliness. A second would be features that you could easily clean. And a third would be natural features. So let me go to weight and bulkiness, something that weighs less than a pound, a shape that is not conducive to being used as a pillow for a a child to sleep on, because we all know that babies should not have soft bedding. So this is for nursing purposes only, Um, some ability to shape according to the size and the the of the mother and the baby, and some of them I do like a little firmer if the baby is a little less able. It kind of depends. I would definitely look for features that you can have for easy cleaning. An inner pillow that is removable from the outer cupboard, Uh, something that might be filled with non-absorbent material, a removable outer cover that actually can be machine washed, The ability to purchase extra covers if you want to. Yeah, I know there's always a relative who can make one. But, you know, honestly, I would rather not have to ask the relative and Lord knows I can't sew. Or here's the other thing, really, just the ability to wash the entire pillow. If it were me, I would also go for something that was totally uh, hypoallergenic and 100% cotton. One that I've heard about for years and years and have had positive feedback from both professionals and parents is the Boston Billow Pillow. I know that they were in business before I was in business, and I've been in business since 1998. And by the way, did you know that Baby Olay just added 100% cotton nursing pillow to their line of products? So there you go. There's a bunch of guidelines and a few specific ideas. Hope this is helpful. Don't go away. I will be right back on the other side of this break.
4: evidence for your practice starts here visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894
0: do you enjoy listening to marie biancuso do you think your staff would enjoy listening to marie As the past president of Baby-Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides, with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff.
2: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuzo or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso, your host for Born to be Breastfed. Thanks for coming back. I just want to repeat that. If you have questions, please send your questions to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. And I will do my level best to give you a good answer. All right. We're talking about gifts, things that might be on your own wish list or things that maybe you might want to give to a mother who is expecting a baby or anticipating breastfeeding or actually is breastfeeding. So I want to move a little bit out of the uh, what it is to the what is the mother doing? You know, the working mother is the one who comes to my mind here. Working mothers who breastfeed aren't necessarily different from stay-at-home mothers. Certainly, I get it, all right? They have breasts, they have babies. But there are some things that would make especially appropriate gifts for the mother who works outside of her home. Now, everyone knows that women who are working outside of the home generally will use a pump when they're at work. And everyone knows the big major brands. You know the ones I'm talking about. You can spell them backwards and forwards. All of your friends have got them. You know what I'm talking about. But not everyone knows about some of the little gems that are available. I'd like you to take a look at Limerick Incorporated. Let me put this in context for you. Do you remember Joan Ortiz, who was my guest for our November 24th show? Titled "Airports Unfriendly for Breastfeeding Travelers?" Uh-huh. Well, Joan is an owner of Limerick, and she knows breastfeeding. Joan is not just anybody. Joan is a registered nurse and she's also an IBCLC, and I strongly suspect that Joan probably breastfed her own babies. I, I don't know, I just presume. Now, she knows breastfeeding. And she knows what women want because she's an expert in corporate lactation programs. And actually, that was her impetus for starting Limerick and making pumps. She didn't just kind of take this out of her head, although she's she's pretty smart, she probably could have. But actually, Joan's goal was to invent a pump that overcame real objections from real women, women who were real working mothers, the objections that those mothers raised about their pumps, particularly as related to going back to work. So if you've got a fatter wallet and you want to buy somebody something bigger than, you know, a water bottle, think about a pump. And I would really encourage you to look at some of the testimonials if this pump is not familiar to you, because I suspect that, again, everybody knows the big names, not too many people know the little names. So I'm going to give you a couple of direct quotes here from, these were testimonials that were on the Limerick site, and I quote, My PJ's comfort breast pump blew my other two pumps out of the water. Not only is it more comfortable, but it's easier to clean, which saves us busy moms' precious seconds, easier to transport thanks to its compact size, and powerful. It's such an efficient machine. Its pink looks can be deceiving. So glad I tried this wonderful pump out. My friends often ask for recommendations when they're unhappy with their pumps, and of course, I point them to PJs. Here's a second one. Again, I'm reading this right off from their website. I will leave out the name that the woman used here, and I will just tell you it's a major brand, but other than that, it's a direct quote. Uh, This woman in Connecticut says, the best things about this pump, she names three, the soft silicone pumps that are so much more comfortable than the hard plastic ones the compression and vacuum motion, which mimic the baby suckling on the breasts, the built-in timer, and the ease of cleaning. Bonus, I am able to get much more milk using this pump than the major brand double electric pump by as much as two to three ounces. That's a full serving for my little one. Even the manual pump from Limerick works better than and she names a major brand, double electric pump. I would highly recommend this pump to anyone who is motivated to breastfeed their baby, but has to go back to work after a few months. So there you have it. And, and there were more, by the way. Those were the two that really caught my eye. But if you are looking for a family-owned business, and by the way, since I personally own my business, and it's family-owned, if if you're into a woman-owned business, and there again, I am, and if you are into made-in-the-USA products, here you go. Uh, This is a relatively new pump, and I think, by the way, I think it's good to be aware of those big-name brand pumps that have been around forever. Absolutely. But just remember, sometimes a lesser known brand, whether it's a pump or anything else, uh, can work better for some people. So check it out. Here you go. It's www.limerickinc.com. I will spell that for you. www.limerickinc.com www.limerickinc.com. Okay. Well, let's suppose that you really do have a pump, that one or any other one. How about a bag to go with your pump? Okay. Now, broaden out your thinking here, ladies. First of all, some people just use the bag that comes with the pump and there's nothing wrong with that. It probably wouldn't be what I would do. But hey, you know, that's always an option. But broaden out your thinking and ask yourself, Would the bag that holds your pump today, maybe that could be a toddler's essentials backpack for tomorrow if you plan accordingly. Now, here's another thing. Are you a Vera Bradley fan or maybe you're buying a gift for somebody who is a Vera Bradley fan? Uh, by the way, my sister is a big Vera Bradley fan, fan. Absolutely. Okay, well, a stylish Vera Bradley backpack might be toting your pump back and forth every day and uh, seems like less of a chore if you can have something really, really classy looking. Just make sure that it's big enough so that you can fit everything you need. Now, also along the same lines, take a look at the Sarah Wells bag. Remember Sarah Wells bags? We did a uh, a drawing for those when I did the show Seven Myths About Breastfeeding Moms in the Workplace. That show aired February 17th, 2014. Remember that show? If not, you can go get it again. Well, these classy looking bags easily hold a pump for the breast toting uh, excuse me <laughs> no sorry for the pump toting mother i think the i think the breasts are kind of fastened on the front of her chest there but for for the pump toting mother who's going to work or uh, anywhere else really for that matter it would be hard to beat this bag it's attractive It's efficient. It has room for your electronic gizmos. It's a good value and it looks professional. If you don't want somebody to know you're toting a breast pump, you know, go with something other than what you've got that came with the pump. Okay, now how about this idea? How about hands-free gizmos? And I don't know what to call them other than gizmos, but If you're a mother who is working or you're going to return to work, there are many of these hands-free things. I've seen the hands-free bra things. I've seen the, um, it kind of looks like a corset, only not really. I've seen something that might be more akin to a halter. Some of them have straps. Some of them don't. Uh, But generally, any of these will hold things, the hold the pump flanges in place so that you can be answering your email or talking on the phone or whatever you want to do. And it will have the pump keep going because the flanges are inside some little hold it thing. And again, they're, they're all kind of different, so it's hard to explain. There are several different brands. Uh, if you're buying some, one for somebody else, just keep in mind that women who have really large breasts might not like these things if they are um, a little more confining or a little bit more bulky. I don't know how to explain that. If the, if a woman is small-breasted, they're, they're fine. If she's big-breasted, uh, maybe not so much so. So I'm not saying she won't like it, but I'm just saying if you want a safer bet that she's going to like the gift that you bought. You might want to go with something else. Or here's another one. Women with large breasts might like the one from the Pump and Pail because it's not constrictive at all. It's more like this this string necklace thing that goes around your neck. And uh, now Pump and Pail has been a sponsor for this show for this year. But I can tell you... Uh, <laughs> I get a charge out of what they say about this product on their website. They say it's not pretty, but it's effective and affordable. And I did a comparison for price. Actually, that thing is about half the price of some of the other hands-free devices. So, hope that that was helpful. When we come back, I'll be talking about accessories. Don't go away. I'm Marie Biancuso. We'll be right back after this short break.
0: Call Marie today at
4: 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try and she can help you too. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894.
2: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: You're listening to Born to Be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuzo or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. All right. So before the break, we were talking about some things that would be especially appropriate for working mothers. Also, though, certainly they would be appropriate for other people as well. Uh, I'm going to move to talking about some accessories. And one of the things that I've seen that have been really popular in the last few years have been teething necklaces. So I think that if you do a search for mommy necklaces or teething necklaces, you will probably find them. Let me start out by saying, first of all, why would you want these things? Well, let's talk about what are you currently wearing around your neck? And oh, by the way, does it go into your baby's mouth? Probably. Usually what happens is that mothers just say, okay, forget it, that I'm not going to wear my blinkety blank wonderful necklace, Okay. I I get that, but maybe you'd like something that could add to the general, you know, niceness of your outfit, body image, feel like you're put together, that kind of stuff. And if the baby is chewing on it, oh, by the way, that actually is a good thing, not a bad thing. So he's not chewing on your imported Akoya pearls or something. Here are the things I would look for with these teething necklaces. I would definitely look for anything that is non toxic, ones that are BPA free, bisphenol A, PVC free, and some sort of a high quality silicone. That would be safety first, most certainly. Uh, Along those same lines, I would look for something that's easy to clean. And generally, if you can, try to find something with not only the fun shapes, but also fun textures that is they're not completely smooth but they have some texture to them and find one that is a comfortable length for you and that all depends on how tall you are and your general general feel for how you like things to hang around your neck now I have to tell you I'm kind of a I'm kind of a jewelry snob I really like to have things that are gorgeous But I have to say, this morning, I found one of these teething necklaces on Amazon.com that I thought was totally attractive, actually. It was a beautiful color. It was just very stylish. It was nice. And it was $22.99 on Amazon.com. So if somebody is looking for you uh, for a gift that is functional and in the $20 neighborhood, I think this is a great gift. Okay. Okay. How about something like nursing covers? Some of you would say, you know what, Marie, I'm not using anything at all. I'm using my breasts for the work they were designed for. I don't feel I need to cover up. And I would say, that's fine. I'm good with that. But not everybody feels that way. And some people just want to use a baby blanket. That's fine. Some people will use an oversized shirt or a sweater. Uh, That's fine. Another option might, for instance, be one of those pashmina shawls, or even just uh, any kind of shawl, really. I've got, and I'm thinking I've got this with me actually right now. Uh, it's um, it's just a really, really, really big scarf. I think it's probably 55 or maybe even more inches long and wide. Now I could imagine covering up with that and yet it's very beautiful. It happens that it's all wool which gives me a little warmth and that's because where am I today? I am just a little south of Rochester, New York where we had 10 inches of snow the other day. So uh, anything like that will do the job but if you like to cover up and you want a beautiful functional nursing Uh, cover there are tons of them out there and it's really a matter of uh i guess just personal preference now if somebody wants to buy you one uh take a look at something like baby Olay, which just came out with some new prints how about your great aunt helen who always is knitting somebody something all of the time uh maybe she could knit you a really beautiful shawl i will tell you that My sister and I always joke about if we're going to start Biancuzo's Yarn Emporium, uh, she knits shawls one right after the other. Uh, I don't do shawls so much. I do socks, which, by the way, I actually have uh, wool socks that I'm eBaying right now because they are completely handmade. Uh, But anyway, anything like that could really do the job. Okay, so how about things like slings, wraps, and baby wearing? And why am I mentioning this on the breastfeeding show? Well, because a lot of times the mothers who are breastfeeding are the exact mothers who want to have their baby with them, near them, on them. And these things that I would loosely categorize as slings or wraps or baby wearing, some of them are designed to keep the baby very close to the mother or the father. And some are very uh very much designed as things that would be skin to skin. Now you probably a few weeks ago heard that totally great show that I had with Dr. Susie Luddington where we talked about skin to skin contact. Man, that was oh that was so cool. I love doing that show. Uh, so you know the importance of being skin to skin with your baby. But as you go to pick out a sling, or a wrap, or baby wearing of some kind, the first thing that I would suggest for you is, you know, these things are important, you know, that they keep the baby with you. And in some cases, they keep the baby skin to skin. But the question is, what are the key features that you should be looking for? Well, that's kind of hard to say. Start out with how old is your baby and how long do you want this thing to last? Okay, and the reason I say that is that some are much more useful with a baby that is especially small, that is, little and lightweight. Others will more appropriately accommodate an older baby, that is, a baby who actually weighs more. So I would kind of look at, and here's the other thing, after the first couple of months, babies don't necessarily want to be skin-to-skin holding still. They may want to be moving and grooving, okay? So think about how old your baby is and how much he weighs when you start to pick out one of these slings or wraps or baby-wearing things. Um, I would look at getting it on and off. How easy is it to get on and off? And do you need to use both your hands to get it on and off? In fact, maybe two hands aren't enough. Do you need a partner to help with that? And is that okay with you? Or do you want to be able to do it by yourself? I would look at whether or not it will work for women as well as men. I would also look at whether it's a front carrier or a back carrier. Now, to some degree, that's a personal preference. Now, Personally, I don't like anything on my back because if I can't see it, I just I don't I don't like it if I can't see something. But that's just me. So I would say consider what child what position your child wants to be in. For example, there are some of those baby wearing things where the, the baby can only face forward or can only face backward. So. Well, I don't know, frontward, backward isn't really the right word. I guess I would say outward or inward. Or here's the other thing. Is your baby one who likes variety? So some baby carriers have the option for either a front carry or a back carry. So look at those before you spend money on what's what. Think, for instance, of something like, I'm thinking about the Moby Wrap. Um, one of the cool things about this is that it fits both the mother and the father. I can remember being at a convention one time where, uh, the, the representative wrapped the baby, wrapped me, I'm holding the baby. Okay. Got it. And she said, but it fits fathers too. (laughs) Well, I came back with my king sized husband and I said, I wonder how she's going to do this. But actually she did. She was very successful. Okay. How about the ergo? Now, the ergo has the ability to hold older children. I believe they advertise it up to 90 pounds. And that's, I think, with the insert. So if you want something that is going to hold an older child, you might be wanting something like that. One of the downsides is that with this one, the baby is always facing the mother. He is never facing outwards. If you've got a baby who... (sighs) I don't know how to describe them, but there are some kids who they just, if they are not looking out to the rest of the world, they feel deprived, okay? They're going to drive you nuts. So I would say consider that. You also need a bigger wallet for this. It's about $100 or more. And by the way, I just mentioned two products and I can think of one woman who actually used both of them. She used the Mobi and the Ergo. They're both just different. So And and by the way, I've had a staff person who works at Breastfeeding Outlook who used these. So I think that I can, to some degree, sort of vouch for the fact that um, she liked them. Now, how about a handmade wrap? There are a number of patterns that are online. Maybe you don't sew, but maybe your Aunt Millie sews and she loves to sew if if that's the case, you're set. You know, in a lot of major cities, they have baby-wearing groups that meet and provide advice and fitting and demo models of the the major carriers. So look online, uh, call your La Leche league leader. Any of these would be tips for finding one or finding the right one. Now, how about the new Roo? Remember that show with Dr. Luddington? All right, she talks about the skin-to-skin, and this is a great way to keep baby skin-to-skin. I wouldn't say these are really carriers. I don't really know what to call them. They actually have several products. One is the Pocket Skin-to-Skin. That's the one that kind of leaps to my mind. And that's really nice for a baby that's less than two months old. Uh, They also have a nursing scarf that turns into a cover-up and more. Don't go away, because on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about books, which is one of my favorite topics. I'll be right back after this short break.
2: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: evidence for your practice starts here visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894
0: do you enjoy listening to marie biancuso Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your
2: staff. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuzo or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso, your host for Born to be Breastfed. Hey, look, at we, I'm going to be talking really fast because there's no way I can tell you everything else that I had prepared for this show. I do want to talk about books. And I would say, first of all, are you looking for a book for an adult or for a child? So it really kind of depends on what I'm going to say. Uh, so let's say, for instance, that you are an expectant mother and you want to learn something about breastfeeding from a really good book. All right. I'm going to be leveling with you for more than 20 years. The book that I have recommended to breastfeeding mothers is this one. And I think it's in about its second or third edition. It's called Best Feeding, Getting Breastfeeding Right for You by Arms, Fisher, and Renfrew. This book is excellent. It is what I would buy for a family member or a friend along with another one that is relatively new. And that is An Introduction to Biological Nurturing by Suzanne Coulson. Both of these are totally excellent. You can get them off Amazon.com or certainly in a bricks and mortars uh, store. But I would just say, man, these are fabulous. Okay, well, like, what about if you want to read to your pre-mobile baby, or what about if you want to talk with your older child about books that help you to under, that help them to understand breastfeeding? All right. One of my all-time favorites is from my friend Marcia Scrypoosh. And the name of that book is The Best Gifts. It's a wonderful, heartwarming story. I totally love it, and she's got fabulous illustrations. It's I think I can say with certainty, this is my favorite book for teaching kids about breastfeeding, but your child may not like it. It all depends on, you know, what uh, what rings with your kids. There's, there's tons of other ones as well. Here's another one that's one of my favorites. If My Mother Was a Platypus by Dia Michaels. Now, do you remember when Dia was my guest? We did a show called Breastfeeding in the Animal Kingdom and it first aired on September 12th, 2014. What an interesting show about how other mammals feed their young. So don't miss it because man, I learned a lot from Dia that evening. So how about some books to promote healthy eating habits? Now, this is if you have a substantially older child. Tell me that you listened to the show where I talked to Kuroji Patrick. Kuroji owns and operates Jamora Publishing, and he has some clever books for kids that promote healthy eating habits, starting with, ahaha, uh, ha, that would be breastfeeding. So remember, too, that the breastfeeding mother actually may appreciate something like a Kindle or a Nook or an iPad, which may be easier to juggle than trying to juggle a traditional hardcover book. So just consider that. Okay, how about food or food services or relaxation ideas? This would certainly be appropriate for a woman who is employed, but it would probably be appropriate for anybody. Uh, mothers are, you know, kind of stressed, kind of kind of hairy. I mean, shucks, I'm feeling a little stressed and harried today, and I don't need to take care of a little one when I get through with this show. So a gift card to a national chain with curbside pickup. Whatever you like, they've got them in just about all of those national chains. I would just suggest, think about something that you could have that has a curbside pickup. So how about a tea basket? I love things like that. Uh, For example, maybe you put with it a very lovely, beautiful ceramic mug uh, maybe some high quality organic teas to go with it. Now, why am I suggesting teas? Well, because so often mothers who are breastfeeding really would like to have a cup of coffee, but they don't want to have too many cups of coffee. Yes, you can have a cup of coffee, but I gotta tell you if it were I mean I could drink coffee all day long if I didn't stop myself, I totally love it. But I find that the tea is is nice. And I would say there are many, many flavors out there. A brand that I have been using and enjoying for, oh, oh, I don't know, uh, years, maybe decades. Um, just a minute. It's right here on my, I got it right in front of me here. The one that I'm using is the Organic Lemon Echinacea Throat Coat, which is really great for wintertime health, but it's also great if you are speaking. And hello, I've been speaking for a lot of minutes here. Um So, but they've got a nursing mother's tea and they've got all sorts of like, I've tried a bunch of their teas. I totally love them. Now, how about the other direction? How about water bottles? Somebody on my staff today found some really cool ones from a place that is online called MightyNest.com. I'll repeat that. It's mightynest.com. These were kind of pricey. I wouldn't pay $24 for a water bottle, but I probably would if it was for uh, a a friend or somebody that, you know, I was giving a gift to. Okay, what about some lovely music to nurse by? Have you heard Lori Berkner's lullaby CD? Remember Lori. She was our guest uh, for the show Sing Baby a Song that aired on June 23rd of this year. Or do you need a little help with getting yourself kind of, you know, more relaxed? Try something from Max Kirsten. Uh, excuse me, Kirsten, excuse me, Max Kirsten. Uh, any of you who have ever come to my professional courses, you you know that I always say that at the lunch hour I go and listen to my uh Uh, CD or actually now uh, just an app from Max Kirsten. Totally love his stuff. There's no way I'm going to get through everything I want to about organic green products, but I do want to make a big pitch for two things. First of all, cotton diaper service, because again, it's a service, not a product. And then I also want to bring your attention just plain old cotton anything. Cotton is excellent. It is, uh, and, and by the way, just FYI, I would not put a paper diaper on my kid's bottom. I would not put paper underwear on myself. I would not ask an employee to do something that I would not do. So therefore, I would not ask my kid to do something that I would not do or to wear something that I would not wear. So cotton diaper service, actually, if you go to Um, 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 here you go. It's diaperservice.realdiaperindustry.org. And they can point you to where there is cotton diaper service in your area. So that's just my song and dance for services. I love to have things that are high quality. And I frankly like people that Wait on me, because with those, you don't have to do anything about it. Don't forget to check out uh, also New Angel, who has a lot of cotton uh, products. Uh, She does have diapers, that's true. Uh, Packs of six go for about $34.99. You can buy them individually or uh, packs of three. But in any event, she does have those. And they are all cotton. She has also been a sponsor of this show this year. Wow. As usual, this goes way, 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 way too fast. I hope that you found this helpful in getting some ideas for yourself or for others. Remember those shows that I mentioned and I said when they aired? Remember, you can always get those by just subscribing to um, the show's on iTunes, I can give you all the information if you visit my website at www.borntobebreastfed.com. Hey, you know what? If I don't shut up, they're going to turn me into a pumpkin. I will t- talk to you later. I'm Marie Biancuso. Remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week.